All right. Hello, everyone. This is episode five of the Truth First Missions podcast, Biblical Prophecy in Light of Current Events. Hope everybody's doing well this week. It's been a little while since we uh, actually aired a podcast, but I just came back down from Florida, having some time with family and just having a little re uh, relaxing, little R&R for this time, especially these times we're living in now. Sometimes you need to refresh, get in quiet with the Lord and uh, allow him to minister to you in your heart. So it was a time of refreshing, a time with family, a time of reflection and also a time of breakthrough. And I thank the Lord for that. And I hope that you all are able this summer to get some time away with the Lord, some time in a quiet place with him where you can rest your spirit, rest your mind, rest your body and really be ministered unto by Jesus Christ. So it's important that we all do that. Usually summer is a time where many do that. Sometimes people take other times of the seasons to get that done. But uh, I would suggest that you all that are listening get a time away with God. And just uh, a time where you can hear him more clearly, especially now. It's a matter of life and death. What I want to share with you on this podcast, and like I said before, these podcasts are short. I want to keep them between 10 and 15 minutes. That's on average what we've been recording. So you can have a little bit to nibble on and chew on throughout the week, uh, throughout the couple days that we uh, air these podcasts. Um, regarding what we're seeing in our society, well, regarding what we're seeing on planet Earth, um, and this goes for everyone all over planet Earth. I know that certain podcasts, they air in different parts of the world. And if you are in a different country than the United States, welcome. If you're listening uh, to this podcast for the first time. Um, but these are times where we're being tried. Uh, humanity right now is going through an ultimate test. And there's a question that human beings have to ask themselves. They got to ask, is there a God? Is there a God in heaven that has this all under control? Is he sovereign? That's the question that we all have to ask. Because there is. There is a God in heaven. And he sent his only son. That whoever so shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That we may have a life and a life more abundantly. Not only for eternity. Not only that we have an eternal life. But that we have an abundant life here on earth. That we may bear fruit here on earth. And we may be effective in advancing his kingdom here on earth. And while we advance his kingdom. While we advance his kingdom. The Lord's kingdom. Joy is our portion. Is our inheritance. While everybody is going through a lot of different things. We can even be under trial. But the joy of the Lord is going to be our strength in these last days. And we're seeing that there's a lot of different things transpiring. This is episode five. We've done four other episodes and I would uh, encourage you to go back and uh, actually take a listen. And we talked about certain um, current events that has that have happened the few the past few weeks, actually the last month, the, the major shooting, the tragic shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Um, what we're seeing right now with uh, post covid and other diseases that are that are being announced on the news basically it's a fear campaign to keep people afraid um what we see right now with uh ukraine russia and other nations that are uh positioning themselves um to uh have a confrontation 
with neighbors and even a confrontation with the United States. We're seeing all these things happen because Bible prophecy is being played out right before your eyes. The Bible is being played out meticulously, word by word. As Jesus says, heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will always remain. It will never go away. His word is going to come to pass. And he tells us that in Matthew 24, he gives us a little timeline in Matthew 24 of how we should be watching for the signs of his return. And there's a couple signs that happen where he says the end is not yet. And I believe that we're in that time where we're in between where, where he said the end is not yet, but the end is near. If you if you catch my drift here, we are in a time where we really have to seek God. And we have to seek him in his prophetic word. The Bible says that the prophetic word, the prophetic word is a light shining in a dark place. It's a light shining in a dark place. And this world is a dark place. So the prophetic word is your flashlight, especially now when you have all these things happening. All these things at one time are transpiring in society right now. All at the same time. Every single thing. War. Sickness, violence amongst, uh, amongst ethnicities, all of it is happening at the same time. Totalitarianism, the rise of, of totalitarian states, the rise of false religions and false messiahs, false cults, false Christians. When Jesus says that the first sign that you're going to see when my return is near is deception. He says, let no man deceive you. And right now, most of our news organizations, whether they're conservatives uh, or liberal, conservative or liberal, they are propaganda arms. They are not reporting the news anymore. These are propaganda arms. So the only way, or excuse me, the only place, the only place where we can get truth right now is the word of God. That's what's going to stand. Everything else is supplemental and everything else is actually very suspect. You have to filter everything you're hearing and seeing through the word of God, through the scriptures. And right now we are living in a time where we're heading down a full blown global totalitarian government, a global totalitarian government where they're going to tell you what to eat. Where they're going to tell you what to drive, what car to drive, where to go. They're going to tell you how to spend your money, how to spend it, how to buy. They're going to limit your purchasing power. Okay. They're going to tell you who to worship. And if you don't worship who they tell you to worship, they're going to push you out. And you're going to be left out in the cold with nothing. With nothing. Eventually being a target for them to get rid of you and what i'm talking about is the beast system the antichrist system the beast system it's a government the beast system has to be in place before the antichrist makes his appearance the man of sin the man of lawlessness has to be in place so he can just like david wilkerson said in a in a past message when the antichrist appears He's going to it's going to be like walking through tissue paper. He is already going to be received. It's not going to he's not going to have to struggle. He's going to be received. He's going to be he's going to be uh, expected. People are going to be expecting him. 
And that's what we're being set up for right now as we speak. And that's why we get on this podcast is to warn other Christians. And even those that are not following Christ, we say, turn to Christ, turn to the Messiah, the Son of God. He predicted these times that you're seeing. So whether you're a Christian listening to this or you're not, we warn, we encourage, and we try to point you to Jesus Christ. Because he's the one that's going to rule this globe. He's going to rule this earth for a thousand years. In righteousness. And he's going to overthrow the kingdoms of this nation. That is written in the scripture. And he backed the scripture up. By his death. His burial and his resurrection. Jesus is alive and well right now. We serve a living God. And my job. And what God has graced me to do is. To be able to tell you. That we're living in these times. Now, everybody has a different function in the church. I'm talking about the body of Christ, not the institution. And one of my functions is to warn, to encourage, to point you back to the Messiah, but also to let you know where you're at, where we're at right now as a people, as a society. And where we're at is we're being pointed right down the path of totalitarianism. And I want to bring this up tonight as we're going to read from the book of Second Peter, chapter 3. Verses 1 through 9. 1 through 9. Or excuse me, 1 through 10, I should say. We're going to read 10 verses. And like I always usually say, I always say, go back, check it out. Fact check me to make sure that what I'm saying is true. And let me tell you something. What you're seeing right now is a byproduct of a world that has rejected God. They've rejected him. You see your gas prices going up, and we're going to talk about that tonight very, really quickly. Okay, in the next five minutes, I just want to sum up what you're seeing. If, you have, if, you are, uh, if you're a vehicle owner, and you own a vehicle, and you're pumping, you're paying more gas at the pump, that's because, that's because you're being pushed. We're all being pushed. We're all being led down a path where they want to force us to buy electric vehicles. And through an electric vehicle, you have a, a charging hub. And that charging hub is going to be controlled by somebody on the other end, on the back end, right? We have the user end where the users, we're going to be using a, a charging portal for our EVs, what we call electric vehicles. Be aware of what you're hearing now. It's called EVs, electric vehicles. That's what they're basically um, describing it as. And somebody's going to be on the back end of that charging portal. And they're going to be controlling if you can charge your car or not to get to your destination. And if you're a person that has not received a certain mark or you have not been in step with the government or the government that you live under, whether you're in Europe, Central Asia, Asia, the United States, North America, Latin America, if you're not locking step with them and what they what their agenda is at the moment you will be left out. You, you can't even charge your car. And this is what we're seeing. We're seeing a society heading down, heading down the road of a dictatorship, a global totalitarian state. You saw it with the COVID vaccines, whereas the worldwide mandate was state was instated. It was it was basically forcing the population. And they're using different sectors of society to do it. To force you to comply, whether it's through medical, whether it's through how you consume energy, whether it's through education, 
even even what you believe, even what you believe religiously, it's going to happen in all different sectors of society and life. And I would say, and I would venture to say, folks, buckle up. It's going to be a rough ride. Like Paul said, we're going to have to go through some tribulation to enter the kingdom. And I'm not talking about the great tribulation per se. I'm talking about in general tribulation. We're all going through something right now. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're probably going through something. You're probably in a trial. You're probably in a battle. You're probably in some type of fight, whether it's for your family, your marriage, whether it's for your children, your ministry, your community. We're in a fight. And we fight in prayer for the weapons of our warfare, not carnal, but a mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We fight through prayer, through the word and through fasting, through worship. We look to the living God is the one that fights for us and he's faithful to come through. Realize, folks, that right now what you're seeing with this disaster, I would call I would venture to call this a disaster of immense proportion with gas prices the way they are. When we as a country were energy independent at one point, this time last year, gas prices were at two dollars and sixty four cents on average. Now we're looking at it about five dollars. The West Coast, it's about six to seven dollars. We are in a time where they're pushing us by force, by force to change the way we consume energy and how we look at energy. They're not telling us the truth. They're not the government, the global government. I'm not talking about only the United States. I'm talking about global governments are not telling us what's really happening. And what they're banking on all of us, those that are listening to me tonight, as I'm recording this this evening, but wherever you're at in the world, it could be morning, it could be afternoon, wherever you're at, they want to, or excuse me, they're banking on. They're betting on you not being educated enough and understanding, discerning, having wisdom, discernment and understanding of the times that you are living in right now. They are dumbing society down through technology, through time consumption on technological devices and the Internet and media. They're dumbing us down in very, very different ways, very subtle. They're dumbing us down with entertainment and various forms of episodic television different episodes binge watching netflix and watching tv all day and man that show is good and let's check that one out and let's check this it just consumes time we're not aware of the times and we could even say oh i know what's going on but yet it's happening so fast it'll be upon our doors very very quickly that's the thing the walls close in very quickly like it happened with the vaccine mandate the walls closed on people very quickly. We didn't expect that it was going to be that quick that a mandate was going to be instituted around the world. You couldn't travel. You couldn't go to work. All these things. It was a that was a preview of how fast things can change. And they're doing the same thing with energy. They're doing the same thing with fuel. And I say they because these are global organizations that are inspired by an antichrist spirit because they are waiting for their long-awaited false messiah. That's what they said. Some of them are ignorantly doing it, but some of them know what they're doing as well. These are Luciferians. These are global elitists that know 
that know that they're ushering in an age, a new age, a new golden age, as they call it. It's actually called the age of Aquarius. And it's going to be full of occultism, Satanism, humanism. It's going to be full of a lot of things that are full-blown evil. And you might think that this podcast is gloom and doom. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're in Christ, if you're in Jesus Christ, this is not gloom and doom. This is the start of the coming of a new kingdom. That's what, is, that, that, that's what it is. It's the start of the coming of a new kingdom. And we should be excited. And we should be ready. We should be expectant. And we should, we should be ready and positioning ourselves for God to use us by his spirit to touch the lives of many people. Because we have what? We have the prophetic word. We have a sure word. It's a sure word. A word in season. We should have a word in season. How good it is for those around us that are panicking, that don't know what's going on. We're being pushed into an energy, a new energy age. It's a new energy age. They're going to do away with fossil fuels. And they're going to put us all on electric. They're what they call renewable energies. Electric, solar, hydrogen. While the global elitist, those that are the 1%, those that are the big banks, Vanguard, BlackRock, the Rockefellers, the Gates Foundations, etc. They're going to have the fossil fuels. They're going to be able to power up their private jets, <laughs> their air conditioners and their nice central air homes. And while we're going to be struggling and being pinched in the pocket unless we follow suit, this is what's going to happen. This is a global agenda. It really comes out of the World Economic Forum, the WEF. It's uh, WEF is located in Davos, Switzerland. That's the town. It's called Davos. It's a ski town. And that is basically where all these policies are coming out, most of them. Why? Because the economy, economic power is very, very, very strong. It's very influential. Economic power can put a full clamp on society. It can create prosperity and freedom. But it can also create a lockdown. I'm not talking about the COVID lockdown. I'm talking about a lockdown where you cannot do much. When you're restricted economically, you don't have many options. You don't have many options. And that's then they know they know that. So every sector of society, CEOs from all major industries, from all major industries, banking, uh, politicians. Uh, CEOs from big tech, from media, from other type of platforms, tech platforms that we use on our phones. All these big companies all have tentacles and all are in agreement with the World Economic Forum. They're all there. You can look, you can look this up yourself. All the major platforms that we use have tentacles. In the World Economic Forum. There's people in office in the United States. And in Canada. North America. That are actually. Those that have came out. Of the World Economic Forum. Meaning they've done a program there. There's a program called the Young Global Leaders. Young Global Leadership. 
And the World Economic Forum basically indoctrinates them with what they call stakeholder governance. It's a stakeholder governance. It's a form of socialism, but they do a very good job of coloring what they really want to do. They color it with a different color to, to let you know, hey, this is not socialism. This is stakeholder economics. Folks, these people are in every area of society, every sector. They influence every sector, even religion. They influence every sector. And right now what we're seeing, the first rollout was the medical, the pharmaceutical industry. That was the first rollout. And you saw how that played out. You were forced to take an experimental, I would call it experimental gene therapy. You were forced or you would not be able to live a normal life. And that was through the pharmaceutical industry. The next industry is going to be the energy industry sector the energy industry they're leading all of us down a path to electric vehicles and to and through a different way of how we consume our energy as end users we're going to be told we're going to be forced into this we're being forced into this why because we're paying prices at the pump that are discouraging us that are discouraging us to drive to buy another vehicle. All these things are these are deliberate things. These are, not, these are not things that are just happening. They're not just happening. These are things that are deliberate. Joe Biden is on the record actually saying that this is a transition. It's a painful transition. I'm paraphrasing now. It's a painful transition that this country has to go through, but it's a transition. He's telling us in not so many words. That he is moving this country, our society, in 2022, going into 2023. That he's moving us into a fossil fuel economy or an energy consumption economy to a renewable energy economy. Where we're going to have to play ball and follow suit. This global agenda of climate change is all rooted in myth in myth it's all rooted in myth has nothing to do with truth at all nothing it is like a religion to those that really believe this now i'm not talking about being irresponsible I'm not talking about being irresponsible and becoming a litter bug or Somebody that doesn't take care of his area, his community, his block, his, his, uh, his home. I'm not talking about recycling and things like that. I'm not talking about being careless and being unclean. We're supposed to be people, if you're a Christian, we're supposed to be people of cleanliness, sobriety. But we're talking about full-blown worship of earth and that is called gaia worship mother gaia that is the god of the earth that is what these people that's what these people are doing that is what they believe and we know that the heaven and the earth was created by god himself through his word and we're going to read that before we end this podcast i know we're going 
a little longer than usual. But I just feel the unction of the Holy Spirit to speak on these things so we can be ready and we can stand firm and speak the truth in this hour. This is Mother Gaia worship. That's all it is. This is Gaia worship. It's a form of paganism. The worship of earth itself. This is what the Bible says about earth. As it's God's footstool, God created earth, but he's creating a new earth with a new human race. It's a, ra it's a new creation. That's why the Bible says that those who are in Christ are a new creation. They're a new creation because this fallen world is going to be burned up. And these climate activists and these climate fanatics that are pushing different governments. It's not only the United States. And we're going to go into this in the next podcast in episode six. How different countries are being pushed into this. This climate agenda. Being pushed away from fossil fuels into uh, electricity and, and different renewable energies. But they're going to be able to control these things. Because they ease. you can control that. With technology, within technology and technological platforms, you can control charging stations. You can control different applications that are running in people's homes and communities. You can do that if they don't comply. If you don't comply with the government's agenda, the government you're living under, you're going to be cut off. Your finances, your energy consumption, you're going to be cut off. This is what we're looking at. So, folks, I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready. I myself have to get ready. Because this is going to put a lot of pressure on us. It's going to be tough on the mind. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. But with God's grace and his strength, we will get through this. This is what Second Peter chapter 1 says. It says here in verse 16, bear with me for a second. It says, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables, but we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But were eyewitnesses of his majesty. So we know that the men of God here were eyewitnesses. They're not giving us a myth or a fable. They were witnesses. They were there in front of the Messiah himself. Now, here we go. This is where the earth is going to get burned up in the scriptures. Folks, and I want to tell you something. This is not a gloom and doom message. God has to start again with the human race. That's why Christ came. God has to start again with the human race. He has to do it. We're fallen. We're corrupt. He has to do it. But you know what? He's faithful. He's faithful to bring us into a place that we can have a relationship with him and we can wait upon his coming with expectation, not having fear, not having anxiety and worry, but being expectant and living out our calling, living out what he's called us to do on this earth before. We leave this earth. And this is what chapter 3 says. I'm reading from 2 Peter chapter 3. I read you those short verses just to confirm what the apostles of Jesus Christ said. They're not giving us cunningly devised fables. 
but they were eyewitnesses to the majesty and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what chapter 3 says. Listen carefully. It says, And saying, Let me start again. Excuse me here. I'm going to go to verse 2 here. But let's start at verse 1. And it says, This is Peter writing to the church. It says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before the holy prophets and of the commandment of us apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, listen carefully, verse 3 of chapter 3, verse 3 of chapter 3, look what he says here. Knowing this first, that they, were, that they shall come in the last days, scoffers, walking after their own lust. So people that are going to be mocking and scoffing the second coming of Christ. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, those are people of old, the ancient times, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this, willingly, they are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. So Peter is making a reference to the flood of Noah that God flooded the world. That was a global flood, a, catacly a cataclysmic global flood. That was not a local flood, only given to the area of um, the Middle East. That was a cataclysmic global flood. Look what he says in verse 6 of chapter 3 in Second Peter. He says here in verse 6, Whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, all right, by the same word, God's word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men that means that the earth is kept for judgment by fire first he judged the world god judged the world first with water by water in the time of noah and he's holding the earth because he's going to judge it by fire now let's continue here in verse 7 three more verses and I want you to I want you to go back and read this. It says here in verse eight, but beloved, look what he says, be not ignorant of this one thing that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack. That means that he's not he's not a, a slow. He's not slow. The Lord is not slack. Concerning the promise as some men count slackness, meaning some men think because the Lord is patient that he's taken too long or that he's not going to come back. But look what he says. But the Lord himself is long suffering to all of us toward us. And look what he says. He's long suffering toward us. That not any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That means that the Lord. The Lord himself, he gave himself up on the cross for us, for humanity. 
He wants all of us to come to repentance, meaning to turn, to turn from wicked and sinful ways and follow him and live for him and glory. Let him glorify himself through us. He's our creator. So he's not he's being patient because he's giving people time to repent. He's giving people time to know him and to worship him, to follow him. But look what he says in verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. And that's a theme that's throughout the New Testament, a thief in the night. That means all of a sudden in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. He's talking about the elements of the earth, the crust, the sky, mountains, everything that has to do with this earth. Everything we see with the natural eye is going to melt. It's going to be under fire. And it's going to melt right before our eyes. Well, it's not going to be our eyes, but it's going to be someone's eyes. They're going to see that. If we're children of God, we're not going to be here for that. But look what he says here. It's going to melt. The elements are going to melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burnt up. The earth, the earth shall be burnt up. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. So the earth right now is being kept for judgment. And the only reason that God hasn't done anything or hasn't judged the earth is because he's patient toward us. That not one should perish, but that we should all come to repentance and the knowledge of the truth. This is what. Is holding up Christ. This was holding him up. He's patient. He's patient. Another thing holding up Jesus that we have to understand is the church is not hastening. The body of Christ, his people, we're not hastening Jesus to come back. We have some investments in this world, whether it's financial, relationship wise, family wise, ministerially, all of it. We have some things in this earth that we've bought into that we think is the end all be all. We're not ready for the kingdom to come. There's a hastening. We can hasten the Lord's return as the body of Christ. But the enemy's very slick and he has actually infiltrated the church. So we're thinking about ourselves and we are self-focused. And we're not hastening the return of the Lord. Right now. The only reason why this earth is not burned up and the elements are not melting with fervent heat is because the Lord is patient and he wants all of us, all humanity to know who he is, to come to repentance, to the knowledge of the truth of his son, Jesus Christ. That's it. These climate change activists, these people that are basically radical, fanatical climate activists trying to control people. Some of them don't know. Some of them do know. A lot of them do know. A lot of them worship Satan himself. But some of them are very ignorant. Not knowing that the Bible says that this earth is going to be burned up. They're trying to preserve this earth. Because their worship is of Mother Gaia. They worship the earth. They don't worship the creator of heaven and earth. They worship the earth. It's the pride of man. It's the pride of life. And it's the Tower of Babel all over again.
It's the Tower of Babel all over again. And understand, folks, that's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing climate change activists. And it's not a surprise that many of these people, male and female, they're young people. They're in their 20s. They're young individuals. Why? Because they live a life without God. They've been deprived of the truth. So they think that the earth and taking care of the earth, being fanatical about it and worshiping the earth is more important than actually worshiping and glorifying and blessing the creator himself. And what you see right now with governments around the world, global organizations like the UN and the World Economic Forum, it's all an antichrist spirit. They hate the fact that God is going to start again. He's going to bring in a new earth, a new heaven where righteousness is going to reign. This is where we're going, folks. We're heading towards totalitarianism. We're heading towards a one world government, a one world religious system that they're going to try to control everything you do, even your energy consumption. And we're being we're in the throes of it right now. Most people don't know it. Hopefully the ones that are listening to me tonight, you guys listening to me tonight, know and you can see your gas prices being increased by this. By this amount. That's deliberate. That is not happenstance. Because we're being pushed into this type of economy. This type of global governance. This is episode number five of the Truth First Missions podcast. Biblical prophecy and light of current events. And we just scratched the surface right now, folks. Episode 6, we're going to go into a little more detail of what this climate agenda entails. What this religion of Mother Gaia, the worship of the earth, entails. It's satanic. It's, a, it's full of occultism. But let me tell you, folks, the body of Christ, we have the authority to pull down the strongholds. We have the authority to stand in the gap. We have the authority we have the authority to push back the darkness until the Lord says, that's it. We should be praying and we should be interceding and fighting for the souls of men. But know that we're in the middle of a, of a warfare of immense proportion. And we should be paying close attention to the things that are happening on the world stage. I'm not saying grow fearful and full of anxiety and worry, but no, but no, the sons of Issachar, Knew the seasons and the times, the times and seasons. They knew. We have to be aware. Like Jesus says, be watchful. Watch and pray that we may escape the things that are coming upon this earth. So, folks, I know some of us are struggling in different areas. Let God's grace sustain you and strengthen you. I'm going to see you on episode six. We're going to go into a deeper detail. Of what's going on around us with this climate activism. First it was rolled out 
through the pharmaceutical companies and the vaccine and the vaccines that they have. It's not even a vaccine. I should stop saying that. It's more gene therapy where they want to try to change your DNA. They want to make you more than human. And that's called transhumanism. That's a whole different podcast in itself. And I'm not going there tonight. But I'll tell you, folks, we are in the thick of it right now. And we should be lifting up our hands and we should be looking up because our redemption is drawing nigh. This is episode five. God bless you. See you in episode six. Hey, we went for 40 minutes today. I hope this blessed you. God bless your families. Keep the faith. Keep fighting. Keep running your race. And I'll see you in episode six. And I promise to keep it a bit shorter. But today I felt an unction of the Holy Spirit to really to really just lay out what he's been showing me and where we're at right now. Give him your life. Surrender your life to Christ. Let him live. Let him work through you. Answer your call. Many are called, but few are chosen. Be the chosen. Answer the call. God bless you. See you on episode six. Good night.